Welcome to Stand Out, the show that shares strategies you can use right now to get noticed and be seen as a thought leader in your industry. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan with CherylTanMedia.com. This is episode number 48. If you've been thinking about using video to market yourself and your business, and something has been stopping you from moving forward, you're in luck. This episode is full of great tips, and it's actually not me doing all the talking. You'll see what I'm talking about in a little bit. A few weeks ago, I ran a 10-day video challenge. I had not done this before, and I didn't know what to expect, but it went so well, I'll be running this free challenge several times a year. So you can sign up at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash StandoutVC to be notified when the challenge runs again. I'll also put the link in the show notes for this episode at CherylTanMedia.com. So I want to share what I learned from this experience. First, everybody loves a challenge. Who knew? I guess it makes sense since a challenge gets our creative and our competitive juices flowing and people love the idea of winning prizes. Second, the challenge itself is so powerful because our community was tied to it. I gave some basics as far as topic ideas and some checklists to help you create your videos, but that was it. People posted their videos on social media, Facebook primarily, using the hashtag StandoutVC, and anyone could search for the videos and watch them. I loved reading the comments and seeing the encouragement from the community. It's a form of positive peer pressure. And the last thing I learned, although I definitely knew this before, if you don't have the right message, as well as a really clear one, creating your videos or any content for that matter becomes so much harder. The reason people dropped out is they simply didn't know what to say. For those that kept going, having that crystal clear message helped them figure out what should be in the next video. The big winner of the 10-day video challenge gets a chance to be on this podcast. So I'm excited to introduce you once again to Shelly Smith. You may remember Shelly from episode 17, where she talked about the mistakes entrepreneurs make when growing their companies. If people are leaving your company, if morale is low, if you have trouble recruiting great talent, it could be a company culture problem, and Shelly fixes that issue. She is a culture rescuer. Recently, Shelly really started to embrace that messaging surrounding company culture, and her videos during this challenge were very strategic, designed to speak to people who worry about retention, morale, and productivity all day long. I encourage you to check her videos out. You can see them in the Standout Facebook community. And listen to our interview, where you'll hear how she faced her fear of the camera, created 10 videos in less than 10 days, how that effort is paying off big time, and why she's not stopping. Shelly, welcome back to the show. We're so happy to have you back on Standout. And I am thrilled to be back as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> We're talking about something different this time, though. First, I have to say congratulations. You were our big winner for the Standout Video Challenge. It was a, a challenge. I like the dance that you're doing. <laughs> a challenge that I launched in September of 2017. I'm going to run it several times a year, but you just ran with it. It was a 10-day video challenge, and you created videos Am I right? Eight of the 10 days. 
I did. I actually created 10. And then over that weekend, I caught kind of like, are we supposed to post? We're we not supposed to post. But yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So you did that and the videos were so good. They were so thoughtful, had such great information and it was just really helpful, I know, for the people you were trying to reach. So I want to start off with asking you, what was it about the challenge that got you inspired to making so many videos just for the glory of maybe maybe winning, but maybe just even doing the challenge for itself? Sure. Well, first of all, it was, you know, anytime I am challenged, I, you know, I try to step up to the plate. Um, but the reality is because I had worked with you in the past and had gotten some phenomenal tips and resources, I said, okay, now it's time to up my game. I've been dabbling in the video um, arena for a little bit. So really it was, you know, put your money where your mouth is. And in this case, put your video where your mouth is or your face in your video where your mouth is to really put together all of the things that you have been teaching uh, through the group on your, your Facebook page, as well as your different standout podcasts and so forth. And really it was, okay, let, let me just do it. Let me just get out there. And what I loved about the challenge was not only the challenge, but the community of the challenge. So um, I got some great feedback from some of the other members, and that was really helpful. And um, so it, I, I guess it was a little bit of um, putting together the practices and the excitement of doing it with a group. And, and, um, and then I finally had some clarity around some of my messaging. So it was a great opportunity. Timing is everything, right? That was great. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And I want to talk about your messaging in a little bit, but mm -hmm. the challenge itself is, I mean, it's scary for a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people about video and yeah. saying that you want to create videos is very different from actually creating the videos. So I'd love to hear about your process. Now I, I, you know, I talk to people about how I do videos, about the batching that I do, about how to set up cameras, how I set up cameras and lighting and things like that. But how did you do it that got you from, okay, I wanna take part in this challenge to here are my eight to 10 videos. How did you get from zero to sure. 10? A few dabbling in the past and watching, listening, you know, learning, but um, it really was first sitting down and saying, okay, if I've got to make 10 videos, what in the world am I going to talk about? Your tips were really great, but I did have an urge to get some things out. So it was an opportunity to take some of the content that I had in the past or things that I had recently posted about or blogged about or, or interviewed about or what have you or customers had asked me about. And I said, okay, this is a great opportunity to put 10 things on that are really gonna make an impact, I hope make an impact. Teach, as you say, teach somebody something and then go through it as well as learning myself on the back end. So the first thing I did was I went to some of my old posts and I went to some of the top things that my clients ask me for or about all the time. And something that, wow, if they thought it was interesting, maybe somebody else will. So that was my first thing is I made the list. So once I made the list, um, I went through and highlighted and did an initial graphic to kind of help me do the bullet points of it. And then from there, I said, am I really going to open up with what am I going to teach? You know, give them, like you say, give them something to learn and then actually go through and say what it is you want to say. Mm -hmm. And then finally wrap it up and do some sort of a call to action. 
So I very intentionally listened to my instructor, that's you, uh, <laughs> to go through and actually apply those tips. And um, I'm, I'm not one for perfection, which is a good thing or a bad thing. It's definitely a good thing in the video era of today. Um, so I just get on there and I am who I am and I say what it is that's from my heart and I hope that that comes across. Mm -hmm. And that's also one of the intentions of the video because quite frankly, there is so much competition out there regardless of what you do. There's not a lacking of content. So if you, if you want to come alive, doing it on video is the best way to do that because people do feel like, I know I do, when I see somebody on video, especially if I see them repeatedly, I do feel like I kind of know them, right. certainly know their personality, and I'm more likely going to engage with them. So all of those things were playing in my head. And then, you know, the backdrop. Um, of some sort. I played around with that a little bit, the the lighting. And I also tell you, I engaged some social experts. That would be my kids to say <laughs> some do's and don'ts, um, <laughs> the lighting, the verbiage, where I was sitting. And I didn't listen to everything they said. But <laughs> you I can't always. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that that's kind of the the thought process that I went through. Does that help? Or does oh, I that love answer? that. I think that will help a lot of people because I think for a lot of people I talk to at least, I know they want what you've done. They want to have gotten this bank of videos under their, under their belt, but there's a lot of fear to it. There's a lot of, oh my goodness, what if I don't look right? What if I don't sound right? And I think what you've learned, and I want to ask you about that, what you've learned, is that you you kind of have to just do it. It's not going to be perfect in the beginning, and maybe it will be, but it, it, it takes time to get the way you say words and put sentences together, and it takes a while to connect with the camera, but you need to start the connection so you can get better at it. And you can't get better at it until you actually make the videos. So now that you've done this, now that you've sat through and and maybe it was nerve-wracking. Maybe it took too long. Maybe you weren't as happy with me in the middle of the challenge as you were um, at the end of it. But, but what do you feel now? How do you feel now about videos? Well, one thing that um, when I started this challenge and I'd done in the past was I tried to rehearse exactly what I was going to say so I didn't have to look away, look away of notes. Mm -hmm. The reality is a lot of the people, if not everyone I follow, do have the notes and they do occasionally look away as that little reminder. So at first I tried to memorize and then I was like, okay, I, I can't memorize and I don't want to sound robotic. So finally, honestly, I gave into it. And even a couple of my videos where I got tongue tied, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> and for two reasons, I'm not going to edit that out. Number one, the editing still frustrates me, although I have learned a couple of things now, but the editing frustrates me. And the reality is if you want to be authentic, just go through it. When you're in conversations with other human beings, don't we all stop, stumble, think, get lost, <laughs> lose our words? Yeah. So why not do that? Yeah. You know, on video as well. So I learned to just let go, just go with the flow, say it. And then as the editing, you know, gets easier, I guess, then maybe I'll get a little bit more uh, bolder with some of those things. But the lesson learned is just go with it, just get on. Speak from your heart, speak from your expertise, and people will believe you and they will tune in. So just let it go and just do it. And yes, it is still very intimidating. It's intimidating and invigorating because when you get into a groove, all of a sudden you forget that you're on camera 
And if you just act like you're talking to a person, just like we're talking now, Mm -hmm. the whole thing flows. It just flows. So we kind of get inside of our minds and we just, just let it go and act like you're talking to somebody and you'll be just fine. I love it. I love it. So I encourage anyone who's watching or listening to check out Shelly's videos. I'm going to link them and put them in the show notes for this episode, but uh, you can go to YouTube and you're at Premier Rapport, right? So Shelly Smith, Premier Rapport, Rapport, that's your YouTube channel. And and Shelly mentioned this, I have a Facebook community that anyone can join and you can check out her videos there. Just use the hashtag StandoutVC. Uh, Once you go into the Standout with Cheryl Tan Facebook community. So yeah, check out her videos because, and we're going to get to the second part of this, you have something you want to share with a very specific group of people. So I deliberately waited to talk about this as far as what your business is. You're a business owner. You've been an entrepreneur for many years. So I want to tell, I want you to tell us what your business is. Thank you so much. So Premier Rapport has been in existence for about 10 years. It's a business consulting firm on the eastern, you know, east coast of Virginia. And my forte and my expertise is company culture, workplace culture. And it's something that I've always worked in and around. But the reality is I focused on the services, the things that help the culture instead of just calling out point blank. The culture is what matters. The culture is what causes all those other leaks and opportunities for retention, employee engagement, the war on talent, all those buzzwords. It's the problem is your workplace company culture. And it can be a little bitty problem or it could be to the point that it needs to be rescued and a complete overhaul. So my expertise in the business consulting firm of Premier Report is workplace company cultures in a nutshell. So I interview a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, especially locally in the Virginia Beach area where we both live near the Virginia yeah. Beach area. And a lot of them, uh, they, they would say, I, especially as they are growing, I, I talk to a lot of company owners where their businesses are growing and the number one, and I know you know this, but the number one thing they talk about is um, finding the right people finding the right people to grow their companies. And then right under that is culture. And, and as you know, because you talk with people all the time, is that they're hand in hand. So this is something that if you want a company that is successful, and I would say that most people do, <laughs> that they need, to take a, they need to take a closer look at the things that they're doing to attract people the things that they're doing to make sure the people they already have are as happy and as productive as they can be. Is that right, Shelley? Yes. The, a, a company's culture is absolutely predicated on their success, or rather their success is predicated on their company culture. We just don't walk around using that language mm-hmm. like we do employee engagement right. and turnover and retention, but it's absolutely all predicated on that the mission and the vision and the values and the culture statements must be aligned, plain and simple. And when I see disalignment, when I see non-congruency, that's when I realize there's opportunities. And it starts to become easier as me from an unbiased person looking in to be able to say, "Here's here's your opportunities. This is why you're having problem with retention, engagement, turnover, and so forth. We just 
as business owners, we don't typically call it out like that. Mm -hmm. You all hear people say, I'm having a really hard time to fill X position or such and such position isn't getting any um, uh, any applicants for it. And it seems like I'm always hiring um, or I'll hear things about the lack of sales growth or I'll hear, th or I'll hear things of, you know, of downsizing mm -hmm. or mergers and all of those things. Um, have to do with the company culture. And it tells me when things are going right and my ears perk up when I'm like, oh, you know, maybe yeah. there's an opportunity there. Yeah, I know. And you, I, the buzzwords for you are those things. And you're like, oh, I can help you. So on this yeah. show, we also talk about creating that clarity, that message. Now you've been in business for a long time and this has been what you've been doing. This is, I mean, this is what you're doing. But recently for people who've been watching you, if they've been following your YouTube channel and your, your blog and the interviews that you do with other people, they will have noticed that more recently you have been honing in on this culture piece, on this culture rescue, where you are the rescuer of a company culture. So how did that come about and how has that helped you find clarity in maybe the next direction you want to go in your business? Sure. So uh, conversations with um, individuals such as yourself, um, individuals that push me on what exactly, you know, I've known you for years, what exactly do you do? And that, you know, when you teach that <laughs> and somebody says that to you, it definitely will make you pause and go, wait, you know, that look in the mirror. Um, I am also a member of Michelle Pippin's Women Who Wow, and she has a great knack at getting at you um, in, in a positive way and really diving into what exactly is it that you do. And then all of a sudden, she's like, so you fix cultures. And as soon as she said that, I was like, wait, what? And, and all of a sudden, it was like, oh, the lights and the heavens open. And I was like, yeah, that, that's exactly what I do. And from that moment on, I've been uh, laser focused with the daily messaging, with every conversation that I have, really calling that out and just saying what it is. So that clarity, that focus, that purpose. I mean, I see it. I was always passionate about it, but now I'm just laser focused and I see it and I get it. And, and the problem the problem is that um, many people, like we said before, it's like, oh, it's retention and it's we're on talent. So it's a, no, 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 no. It's the culture. Let's just, it's the culture. Right. So uh, what are the things we can do to fix it? And I know I just went on a rampage of rambling. Did that answer your question? Well, you know, <laughs> it, it's funny because sometimes uh, because you're so in it, you can't put a, a name to it. Just like you can spot a culture problem in somebody's business. That's what you do. Other people can come in on the outside of your business and just connect those dots. And once you realized that, once you realized that it was the culture piece, the, the focus on the culture that you've already been doing, that you've been doing it for years, that you just maybe hadn't put a name to it, a cutesy name, it, it wasn't just there. Um, how has that changed? So now that you have this culture message a lot clearer, your videos are around culture, your blogs are yeah. around culture, the things you talk about are around culture. How has that impacted uh, the people you work with, the way people perceive you? Uh, that's a great question. Well, first of all, people who have known me for years or have been my clients for years have noticed the switch in the dialogue. Mm -hmm. And 
actually follow me on all of my different social media platforms before, which is new, which is kind of funny because many of my clients I've had for almost this entire 10 years of being in business. And, but they've reached out and said, you know, specifically, Hey, everything that you post, can you just send that to me in a nice little package every day? And I laugh and I say, I'm so honored. And yes, of course I will. Um, so that twist into, um, being viewed as that inspirational focused thought leader and really, um, really on the innovative side, which I'm, I um, am very humbled by that. So that's been a really nice, and that's when I knew, that's literally when I knew, ah, oh, I'm on to something here. Is when your existing clients are like, wait, what? And then um, the referrals have increased. So that's been another nice, because it's easy. People get it. Culture matters. They get it. You know, one thing when I was going through the rebranding is I posted on LinkedIn and some of your viewers may have even seen it on LinkedIn because it was one of the posts that I got the most engagement on. I put out there uh, the different designs that my graphic artist had put together for my new logo and I got so much feedback and it was all good. And what I mean by good, it was people saying, um, wow, this one really tells me immediately what it is that you do. And people who had followed me for years and said, I didn't really understand the whole zipper thing. Um, you know, I got it once you said it, which you've even said that to me. It's like, what is that? Okay, wait, you have to um, explain the zipper thing. So then now you said it. So I had my, my previous logo was if you could visualize a Y, but a Y with a zipper. And so for me, it was a subliminal of why I'm a big, you know, Simon Sinek start with why. Um, and I talked about the start with why before Simon Sinek talked about it, but that's a whole nother story. Um, so the why was, you know, everything about you, um, what is that that you do needs to be centered around your intentions. So that was number one. And then the zippers were supposed to be like teeth because I'm all about the connection. And then I don't mean just connection from a networking standpoint, but the connectivity and the ability to connect to people and things and resources mm -hmm. all around this. And so for me, it, that's, it stood for that. And so I got it, but <laughs> if everybody else didn't get it, so the marketing, um, going back so the marketing and the whole culture matters piece, which is now my tagline, people get that. And, um, my, my logo includes a little magnifying glass because it, you know, signifies that inspector, that analyst, that rescuer, you can tell that I'm going to take a, some sort of a deep dive into workplace culture. So now all of a sudden, the rebranding has made it such an ease for prospects as well as clients and referrals. They're like, oh, I get it without having to go, what, what does this person do? So the consistency in, in all of the branding and the daily messaging on top of the message itself and the, the, the comfort of being able to share the message. I mean, I can quickly get on any video or conversation and just start rambling now because in a good way, I hope because it's focused right. and it's, it's uh, congruent. And so all of those things have happened. So yes, my sales have increased. My rate of closure has increased. Um, my, my differentiation between myself and anybody else in my lane has increased. So it's really, it's been good. It's been good across the board. A game changer. That's for sure. So I encourage, yes. uh, if you're watching or listening, I encourage you to take a listen or a look at the other episode I did with you, Shelly. It's episode 17 of the Standout Podcast, and you share mistakes that entrep entrepreneurs make 
when growing a business. Now that hasn't changed. That that information hasn't changed. It's the messaging. So I'll link all that information in the show notes for this episode. But I, I want to just ask you, uh, you know, one last question about this. And that is, what would you say in terms of advice for someone else? So they are an expert, they've grown, or maybe are trying to grow a business, um, and they know what they do, just like you, you, you know what you do. But sometimes mm -hmm. the clarity is a little harder to come by. How would you suggest yeah. that they go about finding that? Like you, it sounds like, you talked with a lot of people and you listened. I mean, you like listened to a lot of people. The listening part, I think, is not as easy as it sounds. So how would you suggest for someone else who's looking for that clarity? Because messaging is so is so important. Without the right message, okay. you, um, you will make it very hard for people to find you. And I think that you have s maybe seen that. So... Uh, what kind of advice would you have for other people who maybe are in that void? They're like, they're like so close to a good message. Like they're so close to their message. How would you help them? <laughs> well, there are uh, a few things. Number one, uh, you do have to listen. You have to be willing to listen. It's, it's just like when you're, um, you're sending out an employee engagement survey or satisfaction survey. If you don't want to hear the answer, you probably shouldn't ask the question. So number one, you do have to, to listen. So that, that's a valid point. And listening um, for owners is actually to send it out to your customers and send it out to your prospects. So through this messaging piece, I actually have always sent out some sort of a survey to my clients every year to, to make sure that I'm on track because I'm a huge proponent of that. And I always want to deliver in Excel. So I added some questions around my messaging this time. Cool. Uh, you know, how would you describe me? So one of the things that I do in my culture inquiry is I take different groups of people of all levels of the organization. And I, I simply say, I just go up to them and have a conversation or there's an email marketing that says I'm going to come. And I literally say, here's a sticky note. Just write down the first three words or short statements that come to mind that describe your company culture. And so I did that on myself, uh, and I did it twofold. I said, what comes to mind when you immediately think of me and the ones that I really know really well, I was like, G you know, give it to me straight. You know, I'm <laughs> thick skinned. So give me three words that describe me from a characteristic standpoint, and then give me three things that describe the work I do. And so that, um, and, and then I'm a sticky note person. So I put the stuff on the wall. And I categorized it and I looked for themes. And so that was one thing that I did in unison with all of the, the clarification. So it's it's um, listening and engaging others. So it could be a business consultant because all business consultants come with, um, again, that unbiased opinion. And regardless of who you are, I mean, I engage in all kinds of different groups that I look at as mentorship to level up. And even though I'm really driven and highly opinionated, I like to be around like-minded people who would just tell you straight up uh, whatever your question is, if you're willing to listen. Right. Um, so those are the two things. Um, engage others' opinions, but first be willing to listen. And if they can't describe what it is that you thought they were going to describe, then your messaging is off, which, is, which ended up being my case. If nobody knew what my why was... <laughs> God bless me. I had to change it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I love that 
that <laughs> that you listened because this message is so clear now and the clarity of this will serve you and your customers and clients and that's i mean that is the bottom line and that is excellent advice for anybody who is trying to figure out what it is they're doing you know that that next yeah. level that next step okay so what's happening next with you what's going on with premier rapport what what can people expect from you and your business now well, consistent daily messaging. I every morning ritual on video? is I do either a I do I either do why well, I I rotate it up. The last two weeks because of your challenge, it was video, but I'll do a um some sort of a, a picture that I make on a PowerPoint and turn it into a picture to post. So you know a five step or five tips uh. or a thought for the day. And or a video or a blog, and I, I post all of those things consistently on my LinkedIn, my two, my Google Plus individual and business account, as well as Twitter, as well as Facebook. So because you know different people are in different uh, platforms for that, so you can look for me to continue to do that. Okay. Um, I will also tell you that one of the big things that you helped me with was organizing my YouTube channel. And so for those of you who have not done so, you need to contact Cheryl or, or look at her YouTube or mine to see how it's, it's uh, categorized because it definitely putting it in playlists definitely helps. Um, so you can look for that consistency. And then the other thing is I've got lots of speaking gigs that are coming uh, up. And then I have my fourth book coming out, which, um, can I plug that? <laughs> Absolutely. Please do. Four it's books. Amazing. Four, fourth, fourth one. Um, so I'm excited. Um, this one is called How to Avoid Culture Big Fat Failures, BFFs. <laughs> so it is definitely um, an in-your-face, fun, sarcastic you know, just straight up, this is what's working. This is not, this is not, this is not working within companies and definitely some tips around how to fix them. Um, so some statistics in there. I reference a couple of uh, goodie but oldie um, books. I talk about Zappos, which is a amazing company amazing. culture. They're always in the news for things. Mm -hmm. And I talk about Jim Collins, good to great. Mm -hmm. But I give some tips around and ways to do some internal inquiries to help company culture as well. So they can look for that and look for me on the speaking realm. And if they need help with their company culture <laughs> from a little bit of a tweak to a hot mess rescue, they can contact me for that too. Love it. Yes. All that will go in the show notes. If you need help spelling Premier Rapport, which is your website, which is phenomenal. And I really loved what you said earlier. I mean, you can get caught up in your head when you're making videos, when you're speaking live, uh, to like say the perfect thing, to drop the ums and the es and all of that. But at the end of the day, if you are doing a video a day or doing a video a week or whatever you decide is right for you, people will get an idea of what kind of person you are because it's hard to hide on camera. So I think that's, uh, I, I think people have been able to do that with you, Shelly. And I really, really appreciate you taking part in the challenge and rocking it and uh, sharing your great tips on how you've created such a clear message here with our community. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Standout Podcast. It means so much to me. I encourage you to check out the show notes for this episode where I'll post all the links mentioned in the show, including 
how to get access to the Standout Facebook community, and the wait list for the Standout Video Challenge. Just go to CherylTanMedia.com forward slash 48 for episode 48. If you like what you're hearing or have feedback to make the show better, please leave a review for the show Standout with Cheryl Tan in iTunes. I would love it if you subscribe to the show as well. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.